Hello, everybody. <laughs> the song that you're listening yeah. to is the original theme song for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yep. the TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why we're playing this is because right after this episode, we're going to actually go check out the film. Uh, pretty late in the game and checking out the movie. Everyone yeah. else has seen it, but we kind of wait, wanted to wait for the hype to die yeah. down a little bit. We don't like hype trains. Yeah. And um, Alexa, say hi. Oh, forgot she's not really connected. But uh, we have uh, Alexa here. <laughs> yeah, she was our special guest assistant. Uh, she wasn't that helpful she at wasn't times. That helpful. But she'll get there. Yeah. She's learning. She's, she's an learning intern. She's an intern right now. We're not really paying her, so Yeah, because uh might might tr- trade her in for a Google. <laughs> oh. Never know. Man. Never know. She's because, still in uh, the room, man. That's kinda messed up. Yeah. But uh hope everybody enjoys this episode. Uh, what we talk about? So on today's episode, we reviewed Ghost in the Shell, Beauty and the Beast, and a 30-minute preview of Transformers that Pat was able to see. Yeah, we hope you enjoy. I just had to say it. Go, go, Power Rangers! Go, go, Power Rangers! Hello, everybody, everybody, hello. And welcome to We Seems It. I Seems It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? It's a pretty good day. Yeah, pretty good day. Pretty good week. It's been a busy week for you, huh? Yeah, been real busy. Been filming a lot. Yeah, been uh, shooting like uh, music videos and stuff like that. Realized that, um, oh man, not a fan of hip hop music videos. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? Not a fan. Well, uh, well, I am a fan of the ladies, but uh, they're just all the same. It's, uh, yeah, it's a whole bunch of videos that's just the same. Everything is just the same. Everybody want to get the nice house, rent the nice house, and uh, shoot the same goddamn video. It's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody want to be uh, what you call it, experimental. I mean, Kendrick Lamar, that humble video that he did was pretty dope, though. Oh yeah, I saw that video. I like that song. I like Kendrick Lamar. Period. Yeah. I think he's real good. I think he really is someone who is like defines the word creative. Mm-hmm. He gets it. He gets it. But um, all right. So what do we got? We have a lot of movies that came out in the past couple weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. Right after we finish recording this, we're gonna go check out Power Rangers and then give you guys a review on that. <laughs> um, so Pat, you saw Ghost in the Shell. I saw Ghost in the Shell. Did I haven't. Yeah, I did actually see. Oh it. what? Yeah, but I'm, I'm I, I was waiting until we started recording to give my review. 
And my review is not going to be fair. <laughs> really? It's not going to be fair. What do you think it goes to the show? I thought it was all right. Out of 10, I'm going to give it a 7. 7.3. I'm going to give it a 7.3 just because based off of, uh, shoot, um, I never really watched the show. I I gathered at the show a little bit, you know, like when it was on a Cartoon Network. You know, I watched it a little bit. But it was a lot of um, a lot of talk in the in the cartoon show. Not a lot of action, a lot of talk. So if I missed like two episodes, I missed everything. Because like it builds it up to something. Most animes are like that. That it build up to something. But this movie was visually amazing. I love the way that it looked. Um, my drawbacks from it uh, were uh, the way that Scarlett Johansson walked. She walked like she had a, a stick up her butt. I'm not saying that I'm not a fan of it, but... Uh, wasn't my stick so uh <laughs> she walked around like uh i don't know i don't know if, if that was the character like she she was a robot so she had to walk like that but i was talking about this too with some people who i work with and uh they were saying like you know what you never actually seen scarlett johansson walk before so maybe that's just the way she walks I'm like so she's been walking her whole life like this and nobody's been telling her that she's walking weird and strange and they said, well, it is Scarlett Johansson. She does not walk like that in the Avengers movies. She doesn't walk in the Avengers. She's always running. She, uh, okay. <laughs> She's always running. She never walks. So that's the only part that uh, that I found was strange about it. And it took me out of the movie. Um, well, the what you call the spider bot at the end of the movie. I really didn't like the way it looked because it didn't look like the spider bot that I know <clears throat> from uh, the Ghost in the Shell cartoon. But um, what are you going to do? I enjoy it. Will I watch it again? Most likely, yeah. I would watch it again. Even if Scarlett Johansson wasn't in the movie. It could have been any... Uh, Does it have a rewatch value as far as like rewatching high? it in the theater or watching nah, it on... Not rewatching the movie theater. Rewatch when it comes on demand. All right. VOD, yeah. And I really feel that the only reason why it did bad in the box office... Was because of the whole um, people said that it was whitewash. When, um, from what I understand, that the character was supposed to be an Asian character. That's what uh, people are saying is that oh, the character supposed to be Asian. Why didn't they get an Asian character? The reason why they didn't get an Asian character is because the story with the the TV show and the manga is that they took this Asian person and then they turned this person into. A ghost in the shell and the the shell is of an eastern european woman so people who are like uh whitewashing who's saying that this movie is whitewashed and everything like that pretty maybe they don't know the story because i didn't know the story about that until i was told that and um i thought they were whitewashing it but you know i was still like well i mean this scar joe so i'm gonna watch it <laughs> i'm gonna watch it still but then as soon as i found out that oh they basically took it uh, beat for beat. That's exactly what happened. And all the characters in the in the the movie were portrayed by you know like Asian Asian characters like uh, the boss, the boss of uh, I don't know MI six. I don't know the the leader of uh, the the whole uh, squad of robots they have. He was Asian. The one the one true person who is not robotics. It doesn't have no robotics in him. He was Asian. Um, the army guy, he wasn't Asian, but uh, well, he lost his eyes. So, if you came in halfway through the movies, you couldn't tell. 
If he was Asian Oh or not. my god What I say something wrong Wait I don't, I don't, I don't, that the army dude me. who had the dog, okay. who, who likes the dogs. You said you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell if he was Asian or not. Yeah, because if he, if you came in halfway through the movie, he already lost his eyes, so it was like, oh, you couldn't tell. Ah, uh, okay, okay. You thought I said something uh, racist, but I said something racial, <laughs> racial, not racist, racial. And um, I like the movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. But if you do have a comment on what I just said, you can email us at uh, we synced it at gmail.com. Uh, I will answer your emails and uh, your hate mails or your love mails. I will answer all of those. And yeah, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So a uh, quick little rundown of Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell was directed by Rupert, uh, Rupert Sanders. Mm-hmm. This is the same director who directed uh, Snow White and the Huntsman with Kristen Stewart. And uh, Chris Hemsworth. This movie did bomb in the box office. This was working off of a budget of 110 million. So far, they've made 73 million. Um, so I've never read the manga. I never watched the anime. I kind of just assume what the story was about. I know that there's robots, Japanese people. It's the future. I said that the movie is like a. <clears throat> Is RoboCop meets uh, Blade Runner. Okay. Um, That's pretty much what it is. The reason why I went to go see this movie was really because of the visuals that I saw in the trailers. I thought the visuals reminded me of um, uh, Blade, Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, where it, it, it seemed like a very realistic, like my wife even said that it the way they depicted the city... She feels like the city, cities really are going to look like that in the future. We're like holograms everywhere to entertain people and things like that and advertise. Well, the guy who made the manga <clears throat> said that he he made his city look like Blade Runner. So he's a fan of Blade Runner. So, yeah, uh, I thought the cinematography was great. The The colors, the way they were playing with the shadows were, were really nice. Um, that's it. That's the only you didn't thing. like uh, the villain. The only thing I liked. Okay. You didn't like the villain? I did something that I've never done in the history mm. of me watching movies. I walked out. When? Like in the first 15 minutes. No, you didn't. I swear to God. <laughs> okay, yeah. wait, wait. Okay, I got a question. I got a question. Because when I was watching the movie, um, there was this like glitch that happened throughout the movie. Did that happen to you? A glitch? Like no. it was like a, like they lost frames? No. No, that didn't happen? Motherfucker! So I lost. So that was. You mean like the audio sync was off? No, no, not the audio sync. The video, the video. It looked like it was part of the whole thing. Like it felt like it was a glitch in the actual movie. Maybe that did happen. And I, I, I think maybe so. I, I noticed that maybe because to me it was like okay, if that happened in the movie, that's pretty cool. But if it was the projector, I don't understand why pre- how a projector would be doing that though. Well, from because uh, I went to go see the movie with Chris, and he was saying that uh, we went to go see in like uh, one of these IMAX motherfucking shits, and uh, he said that they use two projectors. <coughs> they use two projectors to project things, so maybe one of them is like fucked up or some shit like that. But I was um, like, <clears throat> not nah, not man, in that way. Too much. I think I just saw things on the screen, but I think that was just part of the movie, but not nothing like losing frames. Um. So the reason why I walked out, 
I felt like the characters were lifeless. All of them. They're bo- they're robots. That all know. of them? Not all of them. No, 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 no. <clears throat> the reason why you felt that 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 they were that way in the TV show they are. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm actually eating something while I'm talking. The reason why you felt that way is because that's the way they are in the show. All right. So I'm gonna get that's back why- to I'm gonna get back to that comment. Hold on. Mm-hmm. So I thought the characters were lifeless. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the dialogue was very poorly written, and I'm gonna get back to that too. <laughs> I felt like it was just like very short. I say something, you say something, I say something, you say something, and <coughs> excuse me, I'm like fighting a cold right now. Um, <coughs> every time a character said something, I said to myself, I don't care. I really don't care about any of this. Like, I have a feeling I know where the story is going already. It's like you said, Robocop, it's the robot with the human brain, and then you find out. Oh no! The the industry has been hiding a secret, and I already knew where it was going. Um, but visually, it was awesome. Visually, yeah, it was it was aesthetically you know nice. What this movie reminds me of. Have you ever seen? Um, <coughs> damn, what's the name of that woman who was in uh, Resident Evil? Mia Jovovich. Yeah, she played in the movie Vi- uh, Violet, Ultraviolet, Ultraviolet, right? Yeah, that's what this movie reminds me of. Ultraviolet was bad. It was bad, but visually, <coughs> it it the the visuals of the movie were hella good. Like they were really good compared to how bad the script was, how bad everything else was. Like the acting was true atrocious, but the visually that movie was like wow, this is amazing. It looked pretty cool. This movie was like ultraviolet, but um, you know, shined up a little bit, <laughs> made it look nice. Now. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Going back to the dialogue. Okay. Um, I was talking, I was discussing the movie with Scott, who was a guest on mm-hmm. our podcast mm-hmm. uh, several episodes ago. And he was saying that the dialogue was very much like the anime. Yeah. It was very much like if you look at Japan, like how Japanese talk to each other, the way they structure their sentences. Is completely different to how we structure our sentences. So their sentences are like straight to the point. They don't like Russians. They don't dress up their language. The they way don't have we words do. like like <coughs> yeah kind of thing. They don't. Like do that they don't really use a lot of adjectives and things like that that we use to like dress up the sentence. Um, but I think that kind of threw me off. And then what was the other thing? The characters, yeah, once again, lifeless. Like, I felt like everybody was just a robot. And. Well, it was a robot uh, company. I mean, it was, it was a robot uh, faction of the government kind of thing. Am I nine? What's the name of the goddamn group? <laughs> well, oh, we can ask Alexa. What's the name of the group in <coughs> Ghosts in the Shell? Sorry, I didn't understand the question Jesus I heard. Jesus Christ, you gotta give me a second, woman. <laughs> Alexa. What's the name of the group in Ghost in the Shell? Sorry, I don't know the answer. She doesn't know either. Well, Hanka, I think it's Hanka Industries. Yeah, nah, but that's the name of the people who made the robots. What's the name of the the, the group that uh, Scarlett Johansson was in? Oh. Like, they're they're part of the government, and they make a... And what you call it? They have, like, a faction that's in the actual um, government... That they have nothing but robots. 
and they do like uh, surveillance. Section and stuff. nine. Section nine. Yeah, that's what they were. I work faster than Alexa. <laughs> and they were, I mean, <coughs> to be honest, like Ghost in the Shell, I get the whole like the fan praise for it. It's like, oh, it's cool. I tried to watch it when I was a little kid, and I just couldn't get into it because it was a lot of talk. This movie had a lot of talk. There was a lot of, um, it was like a lot of backstory. Like they're trying to build a story throughout the whole season. Of the thing, which maybe maybe it's because it's based off of this anime, mm-hmm. and I'm not really into anime. Maybe that's the reason that why could I be it. Into it. I but mean, if after they, like after if, like 15, 20 minutes, I was like, I just looked at my wife and I go, I really don't like, like I don't care about any of this. But that's the problem with uh, like nowadays. I mean, with <clears throat> with the fact that you know nowadays, like there's you know people like us who we can put our opinions out there online and stuff like that, and there's a whole bunch of people who are like this now people who are making movies like they can't they can't like um it's hard for them to adapt it to something that they think that the crowd would like in a way because the fans that want to go see this movie they already know they're just gonna butcher it and now they have a voice online to just butcher the shit they can just say oh this is not like the anime this is nothing like it they can't really say that about this movie because this movie was just like the anime so what that shows is that maybe the anime was trash, maybe the manga was trash, when translated into English. Right. But in Japanese, it's fucking beautiful. And a lot of people, I remember like uh, talking to people who like uh, anime and stuff like that, and they like to they say that a lot when they say that. Oh, um, I mean the the constant argument that I that I hear is that oh no, I don't like to listen, I don't like to watch uh, anime with. Uh, the dub, the English dub version, because they just don't get the the emotion that um that they convey in action scenes or whatever. And I'm like, really? I say when I read it, I'm just I read it. All right, I'm okay. I'm like, I rather I rather what you call? I rather watch it in dubbed in English than just uh than just constantly reading it. Because as much as even I put like subtitles on all my Netflix, where whatever and stuff like that, just so I can see like what the fuck did they say? Because for some reason, there's a lot of these uh, TV shows and stuff that you hear a line, and then there'll be a line that's underneath that line. Like somebody just said like a little joke, and then they'll just power through that. And I'm like, what? What he said? So I gotta rewind it just so I can hear and read what he said, kind of thing. But um, <coughs> I prefer the dub. Maybe because I'm a fan of anime, but I'm not a fan to the point that I'm going to get nitpicky kind of thing. Like, I'm like, oh, wait, it has to be done by insert Japanese name here. And it has to it has to be uh, this season and it has to be that. I'm not that kind of picky. I'm more of like, is there action in it? Is there comedy in it? Are there cliche stuff in it? All right, I watch it. And I mean, this movie basically summed up how I felt about Ghost in the Shell, the TV show. If it's on and I'm on the channel, I'll watch it. But I'm not going to try to go out of my way and actually watch it to the point that uh, I'm willing to spend money. I already did spend uh, $10, no, $20 on it because it was assigned seatings and everything. Hurt. (laughs) It hurt. But you know what I mean? Um... I'd rather spend money on this than there's a lot more movies out there that I, I, I'm i happy that I didn't spend $20 on. I think overall for me, it felt like um, a sci-fi original movie mm-hmm. 
with a really oh, good budget. That. Don't with say a, that. With a really good don't budget. Don't say that. It's not a sci-fi original. Have you seen uh, Z Nation? But with a good budget for good visual effects. Z Nation. Yes. Zombie Nation. Have you seen that show? Stupid. Stupid. You cannot say that this right here is that. Visually, it was great. They had a really nice budget to work on visual effects. Uh But acting, bad. No, man. No, 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 no. The acting where they're supposed to be robots, man. You, okay, who who who's the best actor in that in that uh in the Ghost in the Shell? Arnold Schwarzenegger was the Terminator and did a better job as the Terminator. No, that because his accent. If he had an American accent, do you think that he would have been he would have done that well? The the liquid <laughs> guy who doesn't even talk in Terminator Two did a better job. He didn't say anything. I know, and still did a better. So job. we can say Bubba Fett did a better job then. <coughs> we can say Bubba Fett did a better. He's job. not a robot. He's a clone. He's basically a robot. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything humanoid like getting that. I don't know what he says. I don't know what Bubba Fett says. I don't know what he says in that goddamn hammock. He's probably thinking a lot of shit, though. <laughs> so my wife and I, I was like, yeah, I really don't want to watch this. And she's like, well, let me know if you want to leave. We'll find like another movie. So we walked out. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast was right next door. Hmm. And it hadn't even started yet. So we we're like, all right, let's just go in there. And we saw Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty and the Beast was more entertaining. You didn't even get to the good part of the movie. <clears throat> so you didn't... The visuals didn't catch you, catch you at all with the whole thing about the bot. I, I, the, I, the bots looked great. I'm telling you, visually, it was nice. This or That's iRobot? <clears throat> I, don't like, I don't like iRobot. If you had to pick one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> If you had to pick one, Ghost in the Shell or iRobot? I would say maybe this one because of the visuals. Like those geisha bots, badass. That looked awesome. Like it just looked creepy as shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really enjoyed it. I really like now I'm defending the movie because I'm like at the point it's like I gave it a 7.5. Because I'm like, yo, man, it wasn't that bad. I've seen worse movies. And I have to defend this movie because a lot of people are just bashing it because they're calling it something that it's not. Like they're saying that uh, it's whitewashed when it was it was taken right from the manga. Maybe they're saying that the manga is whitewashed. But it was written by a, a, a Japanese guy or uh, it was written by uh, what you call it? Somebody from uh, from Asia. So could it be whitewashed if it was written by somebody who's over there? Or do we not talk about the whole thing about how uh, you know, Asians like white people? They don't want to talk about that. That's something. That's a topic. Not a topic on our show, but that's a topic. They do prefer. Uh, they do prefer white over uh, any other. I mean, we can call that. We can call it. Hey, let's call a spade a spade, right? What? Let's call a spade a spade, ladies and gentlemen. I just walked away to grab a slice of pizza, and I just came back to this. I don't know That's what, what I'm doing. Out. We're calling a spade a spade. <clears throat> but let's go on to the next movie, this Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> that you walked out of Ghost in the Shell to go watch Beauty and the Beast. Was it a shot-for-shot remake? Yes and no. Or was the trailer just it a was, shot for uh, shot? It was shot-for-shot, but they added other stuff, too. Okay. And the stuff that I added... The, the stuff that they added, I appreciate them for it. Mm. Because 
<clears throat> they added in like historical facts. Um, so Beauty and the Beast in the story, Belle lives in this little village with her father. She's like very ahead of her time. She's very literate. She's <laughs> smart. Um, <clears throat> is that is that a problem? Well, the thing her is, being literate. The town that she lives in, no one's literate. Nobody no one, no one knows how to read. the The town library is like literally like a small room with like five books, and that's it. Was that in the movie? Yeah. Was that in the cartoon? Or in the cartoon, I don't remember. But um, but when you watch the cartoon at an older age, you realize like, why didn't she just leave the town if she was so much like smarter than everyone and she was such a free thinker? Why didn't she just leave? Because she was a woman. If she would have went out of the town, they probably would have like shit, bad shit would have happened to her. That's what I'm getting at. So, sorry, everybody. Through the context, it's been a long day, and I'm <coughs> fucking starving. <laughs> so, through the context of the film, you find out that uh, she lives with her father. Her mom passed away. Her mom passed away in Paris, and she always asked like her father like a million times, like, "Why can't we just go back there? Like, I want to see, I want to find out like what happened to her." And he didn't really want to tell her. And he was always afraid of her leaving that village. So you feel like her father's kind of holding her back. Mm. But they added a scene where she kind of transports um, to Paris. Like she, the beast gives her this, uh, I forgot what item it was, but he was like, just visualize wherever you want to be and it'll take you there. So she visualizes Paris. Wait, that's not part of the cartoon. No, that's what I'm saying. This is a scene that they added. Okay. So she visualizes Paris. She goes there and she sees the room where she was born. And um, it's like it kind of like takes her in time. She goes back in time. She finds out that her mother died of plague Mm. in Paris. That's why her father left so that she wouldn't get sick. And that's why he was always afraid of her going back because the plague was still going on. So I was like, oh, shit. Okay, they're taking some, like, adult themes and throwing it in there. That's pretty cool. Okay. That's pretty cool. All yeah. right. I like that. I like that. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, <clears throat> you know, there, there's, like, two or three other scenes that are like that where that they kind of inserted in. Um, other than that, it's shot for shot. Um, it was... You know, it was pretty entertaining. They had the same songs, the same themes. How's the? Uh, um, how's the? Uh, because they never showed <clears throat> the dancing cups and stuff in the trailer. How was that? How was those special effects? Like the dancing. Yeah, cups? they were actually really good. All the all the um, props that come to life in the movie, hmm. they all looked great. The voiceover actors were great. I didn't realize that the French candlestick was actually Ewan McGregor the whole time. Really? Yeah. He was the one that did that voice. I was actually kind of surprised at that. Um, Ewan. And of up? course, I got to talk about the whole gay theme that's in the oh, movie. Oh, there's the gay stuff in there? There's Who was it? Was it a candle? <clears throat> no, it's uh, the Gaston, his, the villain, his little mm. sidekick. His little sidekick. He had no sidekick in the cartoon. Yeah, he did. He had, Dude, he I was, haven't he watched was, this movie in so long. He, was buck, he had like buck teeth and he would like follow him everywhere he would go and he talked so highly of him. Who played Gaston? Um, the guy from Dracula Untold. The guy who played Dracula? Yeah. He's Alexa, 
Who is the actor in Dracula Untold? His name is uh, Lucas. Dracula Untold stars are Luke Evans, Dominic Cooper, Zach McGowan, <gasps> Charles Dance, Charlie Cox, Sarah Godin, Samantha Barks, Art Parkinson, Thank you, Alexa. Paul K. <laughs> Dracula Untold stars are Luke Evans, That'll Dominic Cooper, all. Zach Alexa, McGowan. Stop. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. Uh, she, she, you know, she She's aims to please. Yeah, she aims to please. But uh, <laughs> so Luke Evans. Uh-huh. But it's not Luke Evans. It's his sidekick mm-hmm. who's like obsessed with him, and okay. he shows off like these, you know, these little hints that he's more than obsessed with Gaston. I think sexually he wants to be with Gaston. Wow. And then there's a scene. Uh, at the end of the film where all the characters do a waltz and he ends up waltzing with another man. And uh, <clears throat> the movie was banned in several states in the U.S. I heard about that. And the movie was banned in several countries, including Russia, because they hate the gays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know it was banned in another country. I, I thought I know it was banned in certain states, but I didn't know it was banned in other countries. Yeah. Man. I thought people were over that, but you know what? People are never gonna be over that. It's um, it's gonna take some time. So, so I'm still not over race. So so out of all these like cartoon to real life remakes, like the Jungle Book, yeah, they Cinderella, gonna do Pocahontas. I think so far this is probably the best one. Mm. Um, I really don't understand why they keep making these real life reenactments like if the cartoon movie is a classic just leave it alone then like you're doing a shot for shot remake okay they're doing it for but money. you might as well just watch the original one yeah. then they're doing it it's kind of like what they did with psycho they did a shot for shot oh, yeah. remake and it was horrible well you said this one was better <coughs> maybe disney found the no, formula. not that it was better it was good but it was like it was just as entertaining as watching the original one but you might as well just watch the original how did they one. do the scene where uh, <coughs> the beast died and then he ends up coming back to life. And they were playing that. Uh, nope. That's a song from Little Mermaid. I was going to sing that. Oh. <laughs> that's a song from uh, Little Mermaid. How did they do that? Did he spin around? Uh, he gets shot in the back a couple times by Gaston. <laughs> he falls to the ground. The last pedal falls. Uh, Belle kisses him. And then the witch... This actually doesn't happen in the movie. The witch that cast the spell on him, she appears. Mm-hmm. And you find out that she's really not a witch. She's like this beautiful like angel or whatever. She takes witch. off her robe uh-huh. and does some magic spell Do there. S- and then he comes back to life. Do you see when she <coughs> casts the spell on him? Yeah, they show it. When, when did it happen? And right in the beginning of the movie. Like you see when he's like a prince. Mm-hmm. Um He's throwing this big party, mm-hmm. and the witch is the witch is basically explaining the story of how he um, was like rich and spoiled and very narcissistic, and she walked into the party and was begging for like shelter and food and all this, and he was like disgusted by her. You so, think he's gonna change? She think that that's gonna change <clears throat> him, turning him into a beast, and then turning him back into a human being? He, yo, he's gonna pick up right where he left off at gonna be a fucking douche i seriously believe that that's what's gonna happen if they show like uh beauty and the beast uh continued continued he's definitely gonna be a he's gonna be uh he's gonna be a beast bro he's gonna be one of those bro guys yo bro 
What are you talking about, bro? It's going to be just like that. That's exactly what he's going to be. <clears throat> I don't believe turn him into a beast. Uh, me ain't all timid and stuff like that. I mean, he already uh, kidnapping people. That's well, a bro move. What I thought was really funny and I actually thought was really cool were the end credits. Oh, happy. The end credits look like a soap opera where it was like Emma Watson as Belle. And then you see her turning around and looking at the camera like slowly. No way. <laughs> and they did that with every character. I, I thought it was so funny. Did I they do that for the joke? Because if they did it for the joke, <coughs> they got it. No, I think it was... Um, no, it was just their way of... A creative way of showing the credits. Going back to Ghost <coughs> in the Shell. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell is a Beauty and the Beast all by itself. If you oh really think God. about it. All right, explain. Hear me out. Scarlett Johansson's character is Beauty. She is locked in this uh, shell that is the beast. She's trying to figure herself out. And then at the end of the movie, she ends up loving this body that she's in, doing fantastic things like turning invisible and stuff. And that's why I connect the dots. Ghost in the Shell is Beauty and the Beast in some way. And Beauty and the Beast is still better. I think Ghost in the Shell is a Beauty and the Beast. Weren't you going to go watch it with Chris? What? No, no. Chris was going to go watch Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, nah, man, I'm good, man. <laughs> because his whole thing was like, that was the first that was the first uh, cartoon movie that I've ever seen. And I was like, I ain't watching no Ghost in the Beast. I ain't watching How no Beauty the and the Beast. that the first cartoon movie you've ever seen? That's, that's what he said. He said that was his first cartoon movie that he's ever seen. And I was like... I'm not watching no Beauty and the Beast, man. I think the first cartoon movie I ever I ever saw was uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think. Nah, I think mine was like. Uh, I don't think it was like a Disney movie. I think it was more one of those like uh, Five O Comes Home or something. It was mm. like one of those movies. Yeah, it was one of those. No, yeah, I'm totally wrong, man. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like one of those things. Nothing <clears throat> Disney. It was one of those like either Five O Comes Home or. A great American story. One of those things like that about rats, <laughs> about rats making it in America, kind of shit. So, I think those were the first ones that I saw, and I remember seeing uh, something that had uh, the bareness, not the bare necessities. It was something else. Oh wait, and Mary Poppins, but that's not really like an anime kind of thing. That's like uh, that's some animation, yeah. In, but it's like it's not an animated movie. And I think I saw my first anime at school. I think I think I was at school watching it. I don't think I was watching that. Like Halloween. the teacher played it. Yeah, I think so. Really? That's what. That's if if not that. <laughs> that's where I remember it from. Oh, because. you know, I read online. Um, Jordan Peele mm. is thinking of picking up Akira and making a movie out of it, like a live action version of it. They've been trying to do that for years, man. Yeah. If he picks it up, I'm definitely interested. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I want to see what he does with it. And if it has the visuals of this movie, pfft. it's not going to have the visuals of the movie. It'll be more gritty. It's going to be a hell of a lot more. No, but the city, I mean, I that anime, I actually did. I think that's probably one of the few animes that maybe I did like. I never seen And the I city seen did look like, like this one. And, and fully. I've never seen it fully. I've only seen like uh, parts of it. I think I enjoyed it because it was so disturbing. Like the ending was. Really what was it? Go ahead. Spoil it for me. 
no, the guy just goes crazy and he's like, there's an army battling him, but his body starts expanding mm-hmm. and turns into like this just giant ball of mass mm-hmm. and people are getting stuck in it and like they're suffocating to, to death and the mass is like, it's, it's like a big blob taking over their bodies mm-hmm. and then at one point you, can, you see this one person's face mm. and the blob is like just crushing it. And then you see just their eyeball, and then you just see like blood. Just hmm. it's really disgusting. And I remember seeing that. I'm just thinking like, so he dies. God, these people are sick, man. Does he, <laughs> Does he die? Uh, Is he dead? I yeah, I think that's what happens at the end. What is, I don't understand the story of it. <clears throat> All I know is that that's one of those movies that um, it's basically like The Godfather. Of American people who like anime movies, like uh, yeah. yo man, you can't talk about that movie, man. If you go talk about, it, yeah, you it's talk like about it's good supposed stuff. to. It's supposed to be like the first anime classic. Yeah, it's like yo, it's a classic. That I know, Ninja Scrolls. They said that that's a classic in anime. I watched that. I watched that one. That was pretty cool. But it's like, I don't know, man. I just I'm not a fan of people who are like who, who who make these things into. Um, they put these things on pedestals. Yeah. I'm not a fan of things that put on pedestals because I'm like, that shit can break. <laughs> and the more that the fact that you put it on a pedestal, it has a higher uh, it has a higher ground to fall on. Like, that's why I'm not a fan of like, uh, you know, people who, who do say that uh, Godfather is one of the greatest movies ever made because I can find chinks in that armor. Godfather is one of the best movies ever made. There's chinks in that armor. I want to see him. Uh, there's bloopers. There's like uh, there's like flubs. Oh yeah, there's bloopers in every movie. About saying you. when you watch the film, where are the chicks, where are the they're where? all over the place. You're just not looking because you're a fan. <coughs> got you got the haze of love all over your eyes. But if you take if you get I think some you've Windex, got a haze when you watch Ghost in the Shell. I think you've got a haze. If you put if you put some <coughs> Windex on your eyes, clean it up, you'll see that this movie is alright. So, Pat, you recently saw, (coughs) excuse me, a preview of Transformers. Yes. It was a 30-minute preview. Go. 30-minute preview. So, um, wait in line for two hours for this (laughs) 30-minute preview of a fucking movie that um, didn't know that it was going to be a 30-minute preview until I actually got there. Um, Got there. They gave us, like, some type. They gave us a T-shirt that said Transformers uh, The Last Night, whatever. And when it got to the movie theaters, you know, there were um, they had contests. Someone won the chance to go actually watch the premiere at a to be determined location. I think it's in California, but they're going to be able to fly out, whatever. And once the movie started, Michael Bay popped up on screen and he started talking about like uh, his passion for transformers and everything like that uh i mean it was a whole bunch of bullshit hoopla but uh michael bay started going on uh saying like oh um this is gonna be my last one this is gonna be my last one and um he said this is gonna be his last one not the last one his last one he said that uh i just really wanted to tie all this up and the only reason why i did is because um you know the script uh we had a group of like eight people who wrote the script, whatever, and uh, they came to us and they said that this is what this is where we want the universe to go. This is where we want it to be at. 
And he said that, yeah, I loved it so much that I wanted to do it. But, I, you know, I think it was just the money grab. Everybody know Michael Bay is all about the money grab. Uh, he, he's all about passion. To be honest, I give it to Michael Bay for his, uh, his love of IMAX uh, film. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be where we are right now with the whole thing about IMAX and everything being like uh, uh, with, the, with the cameras and stuff. Trust me. Trust me, dude. But he wasn't the first one to do it. He wasn't the first, but he exploited that thing. He wasn't the first. It's just like he's not the pioneer of it, but what he did is just that he made it so demanding that everybody started to do it, and then IMAX started getting more money for it. You know, they start getting like, oh, it's like he he made it so it's he made it cool kind of thing. So I give it to him for that, and um, because you know he used two IMAX cameras on there, even though I think he's broken three or four IMAX cameras on these movies. But you know, it's just that, dude. I mean, we have IMAX theaters in all our movie theaters now, all around us. Like this IMAX theater, even though they're not as big as uh, the one that's in Fort Lauderdale, which is the biggest in, Fort, in Florida found out but um if you know his, his passion for doing the same shots uh <laughs> and uh doing all that stuff you know i commend him for that but it's just that his movie is just what you said it's just junk food do not go into these movies expecting to be wild you're not gonna cry over the characters you're not gonna do anything over the characters you're gonna be amazed by the visual effects how they get how they blend CGI with with uh, with actual footage is still amazing to me. Even though you said you you said uh, you made a valid point and you said that after the first one, they just started like losing special effects. It was after the second one. The second one, remember when uh, they lost they lost the right the right of strike took place and they put most of the money in visual effects and explosion, which. That's why the second one was the... There were more explosions in that movie than any movie ever made in Hollywood. And the visual effects were amazing in part two. Part three and four, the special effects looked like they were just dropping frames. It was like it was rendering as we were watching it. Uh, like it, it, I don't know if you guys know about Premiere, but uh, <laughs> you know that fucking yellow bar? When you watch something and that yellow bar, that red bar is up, it's like, it's, it's like you're not watching the full... You're not watching it at his... At his uh, what well, after is rendered? You're watching it while it's rendering, kind of shit. So that's that's what it felt like when I see these bots, uh, like transforming in the air and stuff like that. This movie, from what I saw, I think they put a lot into it, and the transformations, it looks crisp. Everything looks crisp, except the parts that they haven't uh, finished yet, which is understandable because I mean we're only like three months out from the actual movie being uh, taken from taking place, but um. The shots that they showed of the movie, um, I think IGN made a said something like they basically just took everything out of pop culture and just put it into the movies because there was this scene with the the four kids and they said that oh this is supposed to be just like their Stranger Things scene right here, um, that happened in the movie. There was the black nerd because now uh, nerds have changed from uh, the 1990s. Now there's no, they're not a uh, white or Jewish. They're black nerds now, and um, now they're saying black things, but they're nerdy, so they know a lot of stuff. And uh, this nerd is being played by uh, Jesus Christ, I forgot the comedian's name. He has his own TV show, like on CBS or NBC, one of those channels that 
nobody fucking watches. It's like in a corner somewhere. But uh, <laughs> he has his own show over there. But it's a pretty good show. He has a stand-up that's on Showtime as well. But um, they show some scene like that. And then there was this one scene. All the action scenes were pretty cool. But there was just one scene that uh, they showed. And it was about this little girl who was trying to explain that she... The, the robot that just died, spoiler alert, because there's there going to be bots that die in this movie, whereas her family, that's the only family she has, and she wants to fight. And she tried to do this dramatic scene with Mark Wahlberg, mind you, with Mark Wahlberg, who only has two emotions. He's either normal or he's extreme. <laughs> and both his normal and extreme are both angry. Are both angry. It's like he does the same voice. He talk, see, I'm talking like this, man. What are you talking about, huh? That's his angry. And this is him normal. What are you talking about, man? Huh? Huh? I'm right here. I'm Mark Wahlberg. Huh? I see you, man. I see who you are, man. That's that's Mark Wahlberg. That's him. And he does that in this in this in these clips that I'm seeing. Mark Wahlberg is playing as Mark Wahlberg. In all his movies. And he's doing this with this little girl. And this little girl is trying to be all sentimental. But it's like, nah. It's like one of those things. Like, um, you ever go to, like, a grocery store? And let's say, like, um, a crackhead tries to ask you for money. But then you're about to give him some money. And then he tries to tell you his whole life story. And then when he tells you the whole life story, you're like, Nah, and you just give him the money. You just walk away like, yo, I'm not gonna give you no more. I already gave you this. I'm not gonna give you no more. But he gives you the whole life speech and like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm on the street. I'm doing this all the time. because. And the reason why you're not gonna give him no money is because you see the fucking, you see the marks on his on his veins. You see on the marks on his arm. You see all this shit. You see that he's been fucking doing some stuff. And, and he's like, just gonna use that money to buy more. Yeah, drugs. so he's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not fucking buying it, but here you go, man. Here's your dollar. See what you can make out of that kind of shit. And that's what I feel about all all Michael Bay movies. I think he's the only person who doesn't know that he's not. Dude, we we don't watch your movies for these emotional roller coasters. We watch your movies just for action. Michael Bay should do nothing but remakes of 80s movies straight up. (laughs) He should do nothing but remake of 80s movies. I'm talking about like... Talking about blood sports. I'm talking about like every Chuck Norris movie. Cause every Chuck But you know what I noticed? Uh, he does explosions. He doesn't really do fights. Michael Bay? Yeah. Oh no, he does. He does gunfights. He yeah. doesn't do like hands. He doesn't do like combat. martial arts. Nope. He doesn't do any of that. You know You're why? Because right. he cuts too much. His movies are cut from shot to shot. Martial uh-huh. arts movies, you gotta leave the camera alone. Yeah. He loves to move his cameras. Yeah, you may be right. <clears throat> Damn, he so he can't do those. Uh, he can't do Chuck Norris movies. What movies could he do? He could he do. Had, um, he could do like a Commando from Arnold Commando. Schwarzenegger. He could do that movie. Uh, he could do any movie that has something to do with like. I would like to see him do like a war movie. Has he ever done a war movie before? Yeah, he did the the Benghazi soldiers recently, That's and he did movie. Pearl Harbor. That was a good, mm, not Pearl Harbor, <laughs> but that uh, Benghazi movie was a good. That was a good movie. He <clears throat> had the dude from. Um, from Office in that movie. Yeah. I, I kind of like that movie. I don't remember it that much. So do you like Transformers with Mark Wahlberg or do you like the one no. with Shia LaBeouf? I'm a fan of Shia LaBeouf. I'm a fan of Shia LaBeouf in uh, Transformers movies. I'm not a fan of uh, Mark Wahlberg in it, but he, um, Shia LaBeouf is in a weird place right now. <laughs> and I understand that. Did you hear his recent movie 
came out in theaters in Europe and they sold one ticket. Really? What movie was one it? One ticket. So th- so far, the movie has grossed $8.50. That's bullshit. Yeah. There was an article about it. Only one ticket was purchased. Well, now... I don't know if they did that like on purpose. Like The whole country just Facebooked each other and said, yeah, 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 yeah. No one watched this movie. Nah, that's... And then one person didn't get the message. That's impossible, <coughs> dude. Do it. I don't know. Maybe the article's full of shit, but I read it. He's supposed to be like a war vet in the movie. I saw the tra- I saw the the poster for Alexa. What's the transfer rate from? Oh shit! You just stopped <laughs> on me. <laughs> you just stopped listening to <laughs> me. Transfer rate? No, fuck it. Alexa, what is the equivalent? Oh fuck! Stop listening. I want to ask her what's the stop listening Alexa stop listening (laughs) how do you ask her what's the transfer rate from Americans to American dollars to euros Alexa what's the transfer rate from dollars to euros one dollar equals 94 euro cents Alexa what's the transfer rate from dollars to pounds $1 $1 equals 80 pence. Okay. They don't have pounds anymore, though. It's they, euros. They do. Well, the English do. Remember they did that whole uh, Banksy's? What's the name of that shit? That they did? <laughs> Brexit? Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> they did a Banksy over they there. They did a Banksy over there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for the most part, man. Uh, and at the end, when I told you about this whole thing about the... <laughs> The Transformers thing. I still tell you that I'm gonna watch it. Did they show scenes with uh, Anthony Hopkins? No, no. Anth- yes, they did. And dude, they were bad. Really? Yeah, Oof. they were bad. They were really, really bad. They showed like I, I guess <clears throat> the only scenes that they were showing are either it was like extreme emotions. You either it's action, extreme sadness, or everybody's laughing. And the only people who weren't laughing was everybody who was next to me. Who weren't laughing because we're all because every joke that we heard in there was like joke that we've we've heard. Like um, there was this one scene that the four kids from uh, Strange Things and the the one uh, the one black kid said, uh, oh, man, I almost had a heart attack. Everybody laughed. But it's to me, it was like, what's so funny about him saying that he almost had a heart attack? Was it funny because he's fat kid? Hmm. I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't get the joke. You know, this is not uh, Michael Bay's first time saying that this is going to be his last movie. He said that after the third one. He said that it was just going to be a trilogy. That was it. Mm -hmm. And now he did two more. So I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be his last one. To be honest, I just want to see what happened to Optimus Prime. Why is he? um, Why is he what you call it? Why is he acting like this way? Why is he acting this way? And Bumblebee was in the movie, and he, for some reason, I guess his uh his translator module is still not working. So um, it was working fine at the end of one, but then um, something happened in two, and then he just decided to just be a mute for the rest of his life. I don't know what's up with Bumblebee, but uh, I guess he's supposed to be one of those guys. Um, did they show Unicron in the preview? What the fuck is that? <laughs> so. <laughs> Unicron, I guess, is supposed to be in this movie. Unicron is supposed to be like the largest transformer. Oh, yeah. It's like the size of a planet. Yeah, they showed him going through uh, the moon. He was going, 
he was like passing by the moon, but he was like he was also destroying the moon as he was going by, mm. which is like kind of fucked up. Because to me, I'm thinking, dude, you could just move over a couple of couple of feet and the moon would have been all right. But nah, I don't know. I I really don't understand the premise of it. But I remember there was some talks saying that um they're also gonna have like GI Joes in the GI Joe and Transformers are gonna <clears> be <throat> supposed to be in the same universe. So they're gonna join forces, kind of thing. I'm like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be a pretty cool action movie. So they've already released um, news that they're going to do a Bumblebee spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to come out June 8, 2018. Transformers 6 comes out June 28, 2019. So, <coughs> so it'll probably be directed by someone else if Michael Bay claims this <laughs> is his last. Alexa, <clears throat> how much money has Ghost in the Show grossed? Sorry, I can't find the answer to the question ah, I heard. It. But I said it before. It was 73 million. 73 million, okay. Alexa, <clears throat> what's the next Transformer movie? I wasn't able to understand the question I heard. What is, Alexa, what is the release date for the next Transformers movie? Sorry, I didn't understand the question I heard. Of course you didn't. Oh my gosh. Alexa, let's play a game. Okay, the Tricky Genie skill can help you with that. Did you want to enable it? No. <laughs> Alexa. All right. Let's play rock, paper, scissors. Okay, let's play. Three, two, one. Paper. paper. Oh, shit. <laughs> Alexa, have you met my friend Siri? Sorry, I can't find the answer to the question I heard. Alexa, are you better than Siri? I like all AIs. Mm, okay. What? Okay. She like all AIs. All right. <clears throat> I mean, uh, Alexa really don't have. We don't really have no questions for her right now. So, what are your predictions overall for Transformers? Oh, I think it's gonna do gangbusters. It's gonna it's gonna do a lot of. It's gonna get a lot of money. Okay. I already know that it's gonna get a lot of money. That's that's uh, I'm gonna say uh, two hundred thousand, two hundred million <laughs> opening day. What what else is coming out that week? Oh, I gotta see. I don't know. Oh, Alexa, what movies are being released in June? I can't find any theaters near Palaka. Oh, you over here, Sam, a street girl? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Alexa? Alexa. Which films are being released this June? I can't find any theaters near Palaka. Wow. Said it again. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Alexa, can you sing? Who, me? I couldn't. I hit it. When my Wi-Fi left me. <laughs> and I'm out in the rain. Those last few answers were hard to obtain But that's no excuse to put me on mute Like a good cowgirl all up in reboot It's raining in the clouds Alexa, stop. Alexa, what is Scarlett Johansson's next movie? 
I wasn't able to understand the question Jesus I heard. Christ. Maybe it's my voice. Maybe it's my voice. Alexa, who is Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson is an American actress, model, and singer. Singer? She sang something before? Oh, yeah, she did. Where? She's uh, she's on the soundtrack for the movie Her, because she sings in the movie. So that's it. Just because she's on one <coughs> soundtrack, and she's technically a she's like a like an Alexa wannabe. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> or maybe Alexa is a her wannabe. Oh damn! Mm. Damn. Yeah, but um, I think that's pretty much it for the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um. What I gotta say? Uh, watch Ghost in the Shell. Forget about everybody else's opinion, because this world is full of people with opinions. And uh, watch something just because you want to. Don't watch it because uh, somebody says that it's a bad movie or it's terrible, and they walked out of it. <laughs> so basically, don't listen to me. <laughs> Yo, I walked out of a movie before. That I was my first of, time doing it, real? and it felt weird. Really? Yeah. Yo, I walked out of um, Halloween. Yeah, that's the, a good the, movie. There's a, that's a good movie to walk out on. No, but I didn't walk out because of the movie. <laughs> I walked out because of the crowd. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I walked out. I was at. I was watching it at Flippers. That fucking trash. That trashy movie theater with all the games and stuff. Yeah. Went over there, and uh, we're all going to watch the movie. And then as soon as we sat down, it was like a whole bunch of fucking kids in there. Just talking, chatting it up. I mean, you can just say "shut the fuck up" just so many times until you gotta be like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." So we all just fucking left, got our money back, and uh, went to another movie theater to go watch the movie. <laughs> but oh, man, yeah, that was the only movie that I think I've ever walked out of. Man, but it takes it does hurt when you walk out of a movie because it's like, damn. Hmm. How did you feel after you walk out of the movie? I felt bad because I know, like, even if I'm watching a movie that I don't like, I'm still going to watch it so that I could give it a proper critique. But I really did not care about anything that was going on. It was the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie. You're supposed to know the plot and everything. You didn't even see her walk, so you don't even I know what I'm talking I did see her about. walk, and I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking She's about? She's a robot. Robots walk weird. No, dog. No, I don't know. She's a robot. She w- no, but she doesn't walk like that in other movies. I think it's just in that movie. Have you ever seen a walk in the movies before? Yeah, I can't remember a particular scene. It makes perfect sense why that <clears throat> meme can't went around of her falling down when she walks like that. <laughs> it makes perfect sense because if she walks like that, Jesus Christ, she she walks around like a. Like she's she's walking around with one of those what's those uh, medicine ball things between her legs? Oh Jesus! <laughs> like she got a waddle, like one of those cowboys, <laughs> the old school cowboy things. I don't know what's going on with her. I don't know what's up with that walk. If <sighs> it's a weird, the movie is cool. Everybody, she was wearing these. She was wearing okay, a diesel jacket. Okay, okay, the movie she was, was cool. Wearing we a get diesel it. Diesel jacket, y'all. I have that diesel jacket. And that's why. That's a that's, that's, a, that's a dope ass jacket. Oh my god! I actually said that in the movie. Diesel. Get out of here! I actually said that when I watched the movie. I'm like, that's a diesel jacket, yo. The in the inner lining of that jacket is either orange or it's pink. But that's a dope ass jacket, and I have that jacket. 
everybody i hope y'all enjoyed this episode <laughs> and i hope y'all go see ghost in the shell i'm not saying that that ghost in the shell is this year's uh suicide squad but oh it's starting my to, god it's starting to look like it it's starting to look like ghost in the shell is this year's suicide squad that i'm uh it might get an oscar never know for visuals might get an oscar but um i've been pat and this was Kat. and everybody have like a red deal oh see you at the tail slate totally see you at the tail slate Yes, and that was our episode. What's going on, man? Um, the song that you're listening to is Eye to Eye. Yep. From the film A Goofy Movie. The person who sings this song is Tevin Campbell mm-hmm. and Rosie Gaines. Rosie Gaines. Mm. And I think this song is probably the best song to come out of a Disney movie. Hell yeah. Other than like this is like the first place, second place would be like I can't wait to be king from Lion King. Well, I did like uh, Under the Sea. That's all Under the Sea. Seaweed's always greener down on the ocean floor. Learned a lot. And this song was like a definitive like '90s song. Like oh, it's yeah. such a '90s sound. Oh hell yeah! Everything about this <laughs> was '90s. You know what? I never see somebody go as Powerline for Halloween. Oh shit. As if that'd be a dope ass outfit. Cause all you need is like a gold suit, a gold track suit <coughs> with a belt, some glasses, and just like a high top fade. Yeah, that's it. AB power line. <laughs> Yo, that'd be dope as fuck. That'd, that'd be really dope. Idea. Oh my god. And for those who don't know, if you watch that film and you watch that scene where he's performing this song, and you look at the crowd, Mickey Mouse is in the crowd. He's hiding in there. No, he's not. Yep. It's a, it's a little secret that not a lot of people know about. Where is he? <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> you just gotta see the clip. Oh mm-hmm. my god. When it comes to the audience, just look towards the bottom of the screen, you'll see it. And it's like, it's a bunch of humans, or not humans, they're, they're not dogs. really humans, they're dogs. And then you just see Mickey Mouse. Wait. Wait a minute. That's a whole... So is that Donald Duck's... Donald Duck's... Goofy's world is full of dogs? Like, they're all dog people, I guess? Or are they, like, section off? I think we need to do an episode where we discuss that. Because, uh, yeah, that's a whole place just full of dogs. I don't see no other different type of animals over there. And uh, and in the Goofy movie, you don't see the other Disney characters. You don't. They're section off. <coughs> but there's other animals in the movie, though. Like, there's possums and shit. There's possums. God, there's something going on, or there's something fishy about this. Can 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 they have a pet cat? They had a pet dog. The neighbor had a pet dog, like a little, like a like a little dog, like the one that you have. Hmm. Shit ain't adding up. Cause you're a dog having a dog pet. That's that's slavery. That's slavery. <laughs> slavery. That's what's going on there. Oh my gosh. Uh oh, this is what we were brought up on. We're brought up on slavery and we didn't even know it, y'all. We didn't even know it, everybody. Watch these Disney movies, man. Watch them. Because they're watching you. I'm, I'm Pat. <laughs> this was Kevin. And uh, I'll see y'all. Eye to eye.